Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by David Murphy from driveacademy.ie. Hello. How are you doing? How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So I suppose we chatted about this a little while ago. It's still an issue at the moment where people are having difficulty getting tests once they're learning to drive. Has this journey to being a full licensed driver gotten harder over the years? Listen, there's a couple of different um, factors that have have brought it to the stage that it's at right now. Mm -hmm. The biggest phase, of course, is, is COVID. I mean, COVID was a huge thing where there was no driving test happening for like, like a year. No, there was no driving test happening. Um, so there's a little bit of a backlog because of that. There's another factor that people are failing their tests and they're failing their tests because they're not practising. One of the reasons they're not practising is because they can't get insurance. The insurance is just too high. I have a huge amount of people that call me up and say... Um, any chance I could book in for 12 lessons? And I go, yep, that's absolutely no problem. Do you have a car to practice in in between lessons? No. Mm-hmm. It becomes very expensive for them. Like if they want to do an EDT with me and then say, okay, well, I want to practice twice during the week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that becomes very expensive. So absolutely. if they could practice in between, they probably wouldn't have a problem passing their driving test. But they don't, they're, not, they're unable to practice and then they're going and doing the driving test and failing. Yeah. And that is, that's causing a huge backlog. What are some of the rules when it comes to being a learner driver? What can and can't you do as an L-plate? So as an L-plate driver, you are unable to drive on your own. Mm-hmm. So you must drive with a fully licensed driver who has held a driving license for over two years. So you can't, you can't sit in the car. So a novice driver can't sit in, can't sit in the car beside yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not allowed to go on the motorway. That's really the two basic restrictions that you have as a learner driver. Everything else you're able to do. But I suppose that comes back to then being able to learn in between lessons as well, because you may not have a full licensed driver who can come like down the shops with you or come oh, to college I, I, with I, you or whatever happens to be. It yeah, makes it quite I, difficult. I, yeah, I completely get that. I mean, I'm teaching my 18-year-old to drive at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I have him booked in for one hour every week and, I, and I'm doing a session with him one hour every week we're doing an EDT and we're trying to practice in between and there is evenings when I come home from work and like I try to give my students everything I get so at the end of the day I do come home drained because I like them to ask questions and I like to help them fix problems that they have and we might stay a little bit longer on a session in order to, to fix an issue but I do get it when you come home from work as a parent and your kid says to you dad any chance you can go out and drive I'm like oh my god it's the last so thing you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. But what they only have to do is literally drive for 10 minutes. It can be, you know, something, why don't we just drive to the shop and get milk? Mm-hmm. Or why don't I drive you to the shop, Dad, and I'll buy you an ice cream and then you can just drive me home. It doesn't bribery, have to be for an hour. Bribery always work. <laughs> yeah, oh, bribery works wonders. It's amazing. Work. I'll babysit for you for the next weekend. You go away with Mom for the next weekend and I'll, and I'll mind the rest of the kids. Yeah. So, but they don't have to drive for an hour. And I get it when parents come home and say, oh, I'm too tired. Listen, what I, what I was doing, I was letting my kid drive to school. Mm-hmm. So we'd done, we done a session and then every morning or I might pick him up from school and let him drive home. And it was as simple as that. He didn't have to drive for an hour. We live in Dundrum. He was going to school in Ballantyre. So he just drove for 10 minutes up to school. Just and that get was used enough. to, yeah. The, the kind of, the, almost it's the stopping and starting that you need to get used to, to be able Say to that feel to me that. again, sorry? 
I think it's the stopping and starting really that you need to get used to in the beginning. Absolutely. It's all it's about getting the balance on the clutch mm. and like in the beginning getting the balance on the clutch that you're not stalling and you're, you're getting that little bit of confidence. Because when they go in to do their driving test, I mean, speaking to driving testers um, that, I, that I, I, I don't know driving testers personally, but I do ask them questions back and forth if I'm stuck on something that I don't know the answer to if a, if a client asks me. They, they will always say to you, like, they nearly know within the first 10 minutes if somebody's going to pass the driving test mm. because they see the confidence, they see they've been practicing, they see that their observations are on point. They nearly know. So when, when a kid gets into the car, like, I would know, listen, guys, you're not driving enough, you're not practicing yeah. enough. This is, to go and do your driving test, this is not going to go your way today. Um, or I might say to them, listen, go, you're absolutely, I, I can't see any reason why today you would be unsuccessful. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that something won't happen during the process of the test. Of course. But nine times out of ten, you can be nearly, you could nearly know that someone's going to pass or not pass. What tends to be some of the common mistakes that people make? That observation is a huge one. Mm. Um, and I, I, anticipation of a hazard. So some, some kids or, or people will drive with tunnel vision. And they're not watching what's happening to the left and right. They might be not have enough clearance of parked vehicles. They mightn't have enough clearance of, of cyclists. Um, there's a, another. People imagine that when I do the turnabout and the reverse around the corner, mm. if I hit the curb, the test is over. That's not true. Like if you, if you bounce off the curb, chances are you're going to get a great three. But if you if you tip the curb or you just graze the curb. Chances are you might get a grade two mark. But it's not necessarily a fail. I actually, I did that on my test and I was passed. And you passed? And I passed. Because I, I readjusted yeah. it and I did it again correctly. Yeah, as long as, like, as, as long, it's all about how you handle I mean, people stall a lot. Yeah. Um, now, especially in the test centre in Dean's Grange, you actually start on a hill. It's really... A, <laughs> it makes it tricky. It, yeah, you're kind of nearly starting to test but a really, really hard thing to do and people tend to stall there. Yeah. But I've known people to stall there and the test just said, listen, just relax, calm down. I'm not, just, I know you're under pressure here. Mm-hmm. So just calm down and then they calm down and they drive and then they pass. Yeah. So yeah. it's not always, it's not over till it's over. Absolutely. So if there is somebody, a learner who's waiting on their test, they have a little while to wait for it, what should they be doing? They should be practising. Yeah. You know, really get out and practice as much as you can. Don't not don't stop practicing. I mean, I, I even get people that would be unsuccessful doing their driving test, and then then they might come to me and say, "Okay, uh, I have my test next week. Great. What do you want to work on? Well, you know, I wouldn't mind doing the reverse around the corner mm-hmm. because I haven't actually done the reverse around the corner since my instructor did it with me last year. Mm. Like you need to be practice. This is part of the driving test. So. You need to practice these things. And if you can, get in touch with your local driving instructor or go onto the RSA website. They have a list of all the driving instructors. And try and get one of them to do some test preparation with you. Because it is important to do test preparation. Absolutely. And it does help. And know the route. Yeah. Yeah. And there is is some people that are saying, you know, I live in Dublin and I'm going to go because the waiting time in Wicklow is less. So I'm going to go do the test in Wicklow. Mm. But you have no idea of the routes. Yeah, and the roads and everything. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. So, 
yeah, so if you're going to do the test, like, prepare yourself. Go and drive around the route yeah. and, and, and know the route. Absolutely. Now, there is, there, is a, there is a good thing coming down the line. The, the RSA have now employed, I think, 46 new testers in Dublin. Brilliant. Um, and they should be rolled out in the likes of... I think it's in, in the middle of October they're going to be rolled out into different test centres around Dublin. So the, the waiting time is going to come down. Brilliant. Um, I know it's a little bit frustrating at the moment, but they are getting on top of it and it is going to reduce. Brilliant. That's, that's good news for everybody who, who's waiting. And there's almost 60,000 was the last number I saw, which seems... Yeah, it, it, it is a big waiting list. And again, it's down to a lot of different factors. Yeah. People are, are, are so quick to beat up the RSA. I think the RSA do an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And they're under pressure. Yeah. I suppose get your name on the list. Once you're on it, then all you have to do is keep practising until... Yeah, called, get your, get your, and even if you had an instructor, like the average driving lesson is anything between... Depend on the instructors, anything between 40 and 60 euro per session. Yeah. Like, even if you've done one every month, like, just it's really a tenner it. a week. Yeah, just to keep it refreshed, just to keep Yeah, it just keep refreshed, get in, yeah. even if it's once every six weeks. Yeah. And you just say, listen, I just want to do one lesson with you, just to kind of keep myself on top. I want to practice this, I want to practice that. You know, you'll get an awful lot from, from a good instructor. You'll get an amazing amount of knowledge in one hour. Absolutely, absolutely. David Murphy of driveacademy.ie. Thank you so much for chatting to us. It's an absolute